welcome to What's What with Demi, episode two. I'm your girl, Demi. I'm your host, Demi. And today, we're going to be talking about you and me, you and I. We're going to be talking about us. We're going to be talking about what we're going to be doing with our lives. Because it's so important that we have this conversation. It's a conversation that I've been talking with myself on. And I've also been talking with people on, my very good friends. We've been having this chat about what we're going to be doing with our lives, where we're going from here, especially with all the drama that's going on in our country. Now, if you're listening from anywhere else in the world that is not Nigeria, I'm Demi, as I mentioned, and I'm Nigerian. And so there's been a lot of economic turmoil in our country, political turmoil in our country, and there's just a lot of suffering and just there's just a lot of pain, and people are tired, you know, most especially last week, this is like one of the several millions of things that we're dealing with is when Twitter got restricted for everyone, really. And it just got me thinking, as I've always been thinking. I think last year got a lot of us thinking, but we're not going to dive into that right now. We're going to dive into what happened to me when I was um, not driving, but I was in a cab going someplace. Okay, here goes. Usually when I, you know, enter a cab, I like to engage my driver because, you know, it's better for me to engage you so that you feel a need and, you know, you feel a responsibility to get me to where I need to go safely and soundly. So I engaged my driver and we got to talking. Here's a gentleman who is working as a driver, you know, to make ends meet like everybody else. And I don't know how this conversation started because this this conversation even had nothing to do with the Twitter thing. The Twitter thing hadn't even happened yet. Anyways, he goes and he goes on to just tell me about his life very briefly, but he was in a bad mood because he said the person that he was renting the car from called him randomly saying he wanted his car back that he's selling it. He said he quit his driving job to start driving this because he thought this would give him more freedom and you know it's just a larger flow of income based on the fact that he's working however many hours he wants to work, however many days he wants to work. And he just felt some type of way that this is someone that he's been working with for a certain number of, I don't know, maybe a year or so. And he said he just fixed some things in the car. And he just felt like, why couldn't he even give him like a heads up? Like, you know, in one month, two months, I don't know, just a couple weeks heads up so you could figure out his next step. Anywho... Um, he goes on to say that he doesn't even know if he's going to drop off the car because he needs to figure something out. Because if he drops off the car, how's he going to fend for himself? How's he going to eat? Then he goes on this like educational thing with me, right? He goes and he says, being born Nigerian or being born as a Nigerian citizen, already you are at a zero to life. <laughs> then he was like, being born... A Nigerian citizen without influential parents that is zero two so life has two points you're still on a zero he said being born a Nigerian citizen without influential parents having no educational background like having no formal education that is already life what three you zero he mentions one other point which I'm hoping that I will remember that have this conversation with you but he mentions something else and he's just like all of those things he falls under he doesn't have a formal education oh yes 
not being born like from a from a comfortable decent family right like a family that can afford to at least you can afford to manage yourselves so it's like he falls under those four categories he doesn't have any formal education he is a nigerian citizen he doesn't come from a a family of of influence or at least a family that can influence things you know helping network i guess nepotism in the sense of the word uh, or in the sense of things and then he doesn't they, they don't have money so he falls on off so he's like his life being in nigeria is already like basketballs left right everything is already a mess and he goes with us and he didn't miss it he didn't mince words when he said this he said if i have the opportunity to leave nigeria i will leave and i will never come back i will leave this country and i'll never come back because there's nothing for me and i felt that pain i felt that pain because i there was even nothing that i could say what would i say oh don't worry just work harder life will be better life is not going to be better oh don't worry you know um you can get an education in nigeria (laughs) adult education isn't exactly you know something that people push for here especially given our educational system right now even those that are young are praying to graduate let alone someone who's already reached a certain age you know um, it's not impossible, but, you know, exceptions do happen, but, you know, exceptions, right? Um, knowing people helps, you know, knowing, being able to network with people and knowing people that can point you in the right direction, even if they don't give you a job or money or whatever, they can just say, oh, put you on some certain things. If you don't have that. So it's just like no support system and he's just trying to survive. And, you know, I'm looking at life. I'm looking at every day I go out, I'm looking at my people your people our people and i'm looking at the suffering the woman that is carrying loads and loads of things on her head hawking every single day in the hot sun and you know them well it's hot you know that it has been so hot lately it's not raining global warming guys um then you have you know the the organizers somewhere you have the hawkers you have you have so many people that are just trying to make an honest living but they are suffering then you have the ones that have so-called nine to five jobs that don't even pay them minimum wage. Today I heard that pounds is now seven hundred to a naira. So I think it's um oh I don't even know like my brain can't even process. I don't think I'm saying it right, right? So it's seven hundred naira to one pound, <laughs> and then now I think dollar is five oh five to um yeah five so. Naira is 505 to a dollar. <laughs> so, where, I mean, and this is for me, I, I would say that, yes, I, I, I'm born, I was born in Nigeria, I'm a Nigerian citizen, but through God's grace, because it's only grace, I could have been born anywhere else in any other family, but through God's grace, my parents thought it's necessary for me to get a good education. Um, and, you know, a, a lot of money was spent on me getting a first class education. I have a community and a village of people who are supportive of me, you know. I'm glad to say that everything I've achieved, I've achieved through the grace of God and with my own hard work. But at the end of the day, some you need a village to make it in life. I didn't send myself to school, you know. I didn't teach myself how to speak English and all these other things. And the things that I know now are a result of the support that I have through people and obviously my own interests. So I have, at least I, I, I would say that 
I'm, I'm blessed to have the things I have. But even then, I know how challenging it is to make ends meet with my salary. I know that at the end of the month, when I pay all my bills and I, you know, go out once in a while, because I don't think I'm extravagant in the way that I spend or the way that I, you know, things I buy. I like nice things, but I would say that I do. I think I am reasonable. But at the end of the day, by the time I do all of those things, I can barely save. I mean, what is savings really, if you think about it? And so it just made me think to myself and I, and I thought like, let me ask my people, let me ask them, what are you going to do with your life? Because I'm thinking, what am I going to do with my life? What are we going to do with our lives? Is this, is this it? You know, our parents fought this fight and it seemed like they didn't. And somehow they were forced and squished and their hope was taken away and they lived in the Nigeria that they knew it to be then and even then it was torture for them you know I think some things worked better than they do now but i can imagine that it was so hard for them to to live the lives they lived and then now we're here and it's tough and it's just it's like the same old story just a different day and a different scenario and then we're having children because people my age and people your age are having kids right what is the future for those children and I'm just thinking like, God, this is a whole mess. I don't have any solutions. I'm not going to sit here and be like, you know, point A, point B, point B and all of that. Because I don't have a solution. I just want us to sit down together. Maybe not in the same house. I'm not at the same time. I'm not in the same way. But we certainly need to think about what we're going to do with our future. Because... I don't think that the leaders, but I don't think they aren't, they aren't thinking about us. They never have been. And we, we really need to think about ourselves. So that's really all I want to say on what's what with Demi. Um, I think it's just asking what next. All right. That's it for episode two. Hope you enjoyed my ramble and my rant. And I hope that there's some part of you that kind of can relate to what I'm saying. Even if it's not in the entirety. But you know, just a little bit. Okay. Bye-bye. Peace out.